0: welcome back to the second half of our conversation with amy if you haven't listened to the first part yet you really need to hit pause and go back because there's a lot of really good things that's going to be built upon in this second half i was re-listening myself this last week and it reminded me in the psalms there are times when you'll be reading and all of a sudden you'll see this little word on the side and it says selah It's not exactly clear what the word means, but we're pretty sure it's intended to make us pause, to take a second and just think about what you just sang or read. I told Amy this break in our conversation was her own Selah in her praise song, because it's a little deceiving. Her voice is so soothing and tender and kind, but the truth that she's speaking should be hard for all of us to really digest in one sitting so as promised here's the second half thanks for sitting with us i hear and i heard it before in my journey but i'm i hear people that love you right now say she's just so amazing i could never i could never do what I could never feel how she's feeling. I could never keep my faith like she's keeping hers. And I think, Mm. you're not, I mean, you're awesome, but you're not a superhero. No. You are making choices that are hard to make, Yeah. but those decisions determine your peace, right?
1: Well, and without Jesus, I have nothing,
0: nothing. So how do you train your mind to, to do that? How, what do you have to do daily to not let the fear rule, but to let your faith rule over that fear?
1: What does that look like for you? It's a dying to self mm-hmm. daily, daily. Yeah. Because there's things that I want, mm-hmm. And there's things that God wants for me. And, and I have to decide mm-hmm. which one's greater. Yeah. Right?
0: Yeah.
1: Because if I don't... If I choose myself mm-hmm. all the time, I will always come up short. Yeah. But if I choose him and what he wants for my life, mm-hmm. then that's the always the best outcome Mm -hmm. no matter what that looks like and i think that that's that's what this whole journey has been about is a a giving over of my desires and my wants and welcoming what he has for my life because It's been my prayer this whole time that no matter the outcome, that he would be glorified above all. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what that looks like. Right. But he does. He does.
0: I think that truth is harder to live out often than it is to say, I believe. The daily death to myself Mm
1: -hmm.
0: is really hard. And I think as Christians, we don't like to talk about denying ourselves. We don't like to talk about that God would want something for us other than happily ever after. Yeah. Why do you think that... Where does that come from? Because I'm not sure that those things are ever talked about in the Bible. Like you said. Jesus even said, you will have S- suffering. suffering. <laughs> yes. Like it's coming. Um but but don't worry because I've overcome that. Like yeah. that is his promise to us. His promise isn't I'm gonna take you through without you being touched.
1: Yeah.
0: Um so why is it so important for us as Christians to avoid suffering? Like what I think it's just our
1: human nature we don't like it no one wants to suffer Mm -mm. who says yeah bring on that suffering today no one Mm -mm. but i have found in my life that those are the sweetest most intimate Mm -hmm. times that i've ever had with jesus is in those moments of just I can't get up off the floor. Mm. I don't know how I'm going to take another step.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: This pain is overwhelming me right now. Right. Those are the times where he's the closest. Yeah. And I've even gotten to the point where in some of the darkest times that I'm actually thankful. Mm because outside of those experiences i don't know that i would have that connection with jesus right. right because for me when things are going really well for me and everything's lining up i take him for granted yeah we get a little absent minded about where all that comes from yeah yeah, yeah. I get complacent, I don't reach out for him as often, I don't worship him as much, I don't dive into his word, I don't, I just don't do those things like mm-hmm. I should. Right. And so, in the times of suffering, I am able to do that, I do press in, and he knows me better than I know myself. hmm and so I think that that is why, early on, he laid out, yeah. this, is, this is for you. This is how I will be glorified through you. This is how I'm going to use your life.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that is hard when we get to a place personally with the Lord, where we can accept our story, Mm -hmm. whether it's a story of loss or suffering or success or whatever the story is. I feel like one of the things that I feel like God's been teaching me is that it's, it's always going to, yes, be something that when I yield and surrender, it's for my, growth and maturity as I grow closer to him that like you said those intimate sweet moments recently I've been challenged that that maybe not even maybe that's not the end goal that that is still part of my maturing and that the end goal is that my story is somehow bringing blessing to someone else
1: Mm, absolutely like
0: as Jesus pressed in to give his life in whatever way that looks like for us. I'm not saying that any of us are being asked to die for someone, but we are asked to deny ourselves like he did. And so whatever that thing is that we deny for ourselves, it should then be broken and multiplied as a blessing for someone else. Yes. Like that's the true modeling of Jesus, right? Right. So in your story right now, how do you... maybe you can't maybe i mean part of me wants to know like how do we invite people into our story to be blessed and not that our story doesn't become a place of rebellion and obstacle Mm. for people who love you Mm -hmm. and are like if this is how god's going to treat amy i'm out Mm. right like we want people to be like if this is how amy can love jesus then i want to love jesus (laughs) you know what i'm saying like But sometimes that becomes the obstacle. So I'm like always asking myself, how do I invite those people in to my story to be blessed rather than to be resentful? Mm. And I don't know. Maybe that's not on us. Maybe that is on them because each person gets to choose how they're going to receive. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I I do think it is a choosing. Mm Mm-hmm. Um I think that every person is different and, and they have to gauge um, you know, what the Lord is doing in their lives mm-hmm. and if if they're able to hear my story and um, and know that I feel, and experience Jesus intimately and personally on a daily basis, even in spite of my circumstances. Right. That, um...
0: Maybe because of your circumstances. Because. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Um, that they would be encouraged through whatever mm-hmm. they're asking right. to be, to, to walk through mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it it really is. It, it's a choice, and and I think that's actually the beauty of faith, right? Is that we
0: we get to choose that from the beginning. God has said, "Here's what I want," but you get to pick. Yeah, and I think we get so frustrated. Why would you let us pick if you knew we were gonna screw it up? <laughs> <You know>? It's <laughs> like that's what true love does. does. This is what I want for you, but I
1: want you to choose it. Yes, it's an invitation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's a it's an invitation to something deeper Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and you don't have to you don't have to go that deep but oh what you would miss Mm
0: -hmm. right yeah so then how do we teach our kids or those that we have influence on that are growing up in their faith yeah to embrace the favor and blessing of the lord in the same on the same plate as suffering Mm. well I think it starts
1: with the knowledge that Jesus' love for us is so beyond our comprehension Mm -hmm. because I think if you don't start with the knowledge that jesus loves us so intensely then anything that comes up in your life can get misconstrued really quickly Mm, true um and so i think really pouring into scripture about his love for us Mm -hmm. would probably be the the best place to start yeah um and then just continuing to invite him to reveal himself Mm -hmm. to you in whatever your circumstances. Right. Because he is so faithful to do that. Right. I mean, I can't even tell you on a daily basis the ways that he shows up in just small ways Mm -hmm. in
0: huge ways in every way. So on a daily basis, how are you fighting that battle? How are you, or do you feel like the Lord's just got you covered and you're in like a zone right now? I just, on when it has been difficult, how do you fight that battle? Is it, how do we recognize the places where God's loving us tenderly? Mm-hmm. Because it can, it just can be like, so small that we wouldn't even think it's worth noting. Mm. But those are the things we build on, right? Or it could be that that fear is like right here. And what are you doing to like physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally shove that to the side?
1: You know, I don't feel like at this point that I wrestle with as much fear. I think that because I have chosen to surrender mm. to his plan. Mm-hmm that I sort of am in that sweet spot mm-hmm. right now of just trusting him.
0: That's the blessing of making that choice. Yeah. Was it a... You said it was a decision and then a process. Yes. When you decided, mm-hmm. what did you do to work through that process? And what did surrender look like? Because I think people... We use that word a lot, and people are always like, I don't know what that means. Yeah. So... um,
1: I tried to manage every little thing Mm -hmm. from what I would eat to what I would think to what I would uh, uh, you know, should I see this doctor, should I see this doctor Mm -hmm. and um, not to say that those aren't choices that we still have to make, Sure, but it was, um, sort of all consuming Mm -hmm. to me. And I just got to a point where I would say, okay, Lord, I'm going to see this doctor. And if this is the fit, then, um, you know, make it happen Mm -hmm. or, um, bless this food to my body and nourish me. Or, you know, it, it just is a a conscious a conscious um, giving over
0: of every single aspect, right, of my life. So it's him. like in my mind, and and all of a sudden it's like tugging me, and I'm like, oh, that's that's here. This is yours. Yep. I'm gonna grab that thought and put like, it right before you, and it's just a giving over mm-hmm. of
1: every single. Aspect, No matter how small or seemingly mundane. Mm-hmm. And so by doing that, when the bigger things came around, mm. because um, after I was diagnosed stage four mm-hmm. um, with breast cancer spreading into my liver, lungs, spine, and femur... Um, Just two weeks ago, I was diagnosed with it in my brain as well. Yeah, And so when that happened, um, obviously, yes, it was a shock. And I had to process that. But because I was in the mindset of already giving every aspect of this over to him. It made that a little bit easier mm-hmm. to say okay. I've already I'm already entrusting you with all of these things. Right. So here's just one more thing you need to have. Here's one more. It's a big one. Oh,
0: <laughs> it's a huge
1: one. Yeah. It's yep. a big one.
0: <laughs> but um that was that was the process for me almost like the promises are real when Paul says in Philippians present your requests to God
1: mm-hmm. with
0: thanksgiving obviously I think that's included in there but then when we do that and we don't worry and we tell God yeah. then the peace of God covers our hearts and minds like beyond what we could understand how peace could work and it's like your sweet spot isn't denial or ignorance it's an actual peace covering that comes when we do what we're told to do with all that stuff
1: Mm -hmm. and that is the only reason why I'm able to sit here with peace and joy and hope in my heart Mm -hmm. you're
0: so right I think we we like to read the Bible and want the promises without having to do the work of giving Absolutely. it up. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We want that peace without actually giving Him our worries. Yeah. I'll give you my worries when I have peace, you know, and it's like, it's not how it works. Yeah. When the people were told, go stand in the river and then the water will stop, mm-hmm. you know, how long do, would they have stood there if they would have waited for the water to part? Mm -hmm. so we have to take him at his word and I think what you said is significant that we have to dive deep we have to know who God is and who we are that we are loved yeah if we know that and nothing can tamper with that then everything else has to be colored by that right versus this is what I'm going through so can God love me
1: Right.
0: It's God loves me, so this must be
1: For my good for my good. Yeah. Even though
0: it feels even though I don't want to say anything but good. (laughs) I don't want to say that at all, but Yeah. You're right.
1: Yeah.
0: It can't be anything but that. Um, this the picture of the sunflower. just trying to keep its head up, uh, you know, like finding the sun mm. and just, if my head is up and I'm, and I'm receiving what I need, then the growth's gonna happen. And my sister sent me this um, quote right after that. And I was gonna read it to you because I just, I just think this is a lot of what we're saying.
1: Mm.
0: It says, when they are young, sunflowers follow the sun. They gain energy and strength to grow and reach their full potential, blossoming from the light and warmth the sun provides. As they mature, they learn which direction to face to obtain the most light possible, and then they stand firm, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: permanently facing the direction that offers the greatest opportunity for growth. There, they will receive the most strength and light. They will mature and share the blessings of that growth that they have received from the sun with everyone.
1: Oh, wow. Right? That's beautiful. I love that.
0: I want to teach our kids early to face the sun yeah. and get into a habit of what that feels like so that when you have figured it out, you stand firm. Yeah. Because when the wind blows and the storm comes, it's so easy to just bow our heads and tuck and hide. Mm -hmm. but that the purpose is to bless those around us as well. Your your faith, your surrender is blessing many, many people. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And I think the prayer that I continue to have is that it will become a fragrance of Christ to those who love you most, that they will choose to see it for the way that you're trying to present it to Mm. them. Thank you. It's an honor to sit with you and listen to you and walk at a distance and up close when I'm able to.
1: Thank you. It's an honor to
0: talk with you today. Yeah. What a blessing. Yeah. A gift for both of us, I'm sure. Yes. All right, so... I guess those are our thoughts today on life and faith from Amy's couch. (laughs) Thanks for sitting with us. Thank you.